0: Hi everyone. I'm Jim Ryan, President and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment. I'm delighted to be here today to introduce What's Next for PlayStation 5. We're now into the third year of the life cycle of PS5, and we've been fortunate to have so many fan-favorite titles released on the platform. What's even more exciting is that developers are just scratching the surface of what's possible with the gaming experiences that they create. Today, you'll get a glimpse into some of the most breathtaking and imaginative content that will be coming to PS5 and PlayStation VR 2. And now, what you've all been waiting for. Enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 50 of the video game podcast, PlayStation Pals. Before we get into the show, we have a special announcement. Uh, we have the YouTube page now. It's up. People can watch videos of it, They can of the show. They can watch us react to the PlayStation Showcase. So go there and subscribe. It is at PlayStation Pals on YouTube. And if you want to see our beautiful faces, too, that is an added bonus. So.
1: And just for clarity, because I did not know this, it's the at symbol, right? YouTube.com <laughs> slash the at symbol, PlayStation Pals, correct? Correct, yes. Right, because so, I know we live in a Twitter world and things where you say at, and you just kind of ignore the at sign, but, right. but I, you know, I should probably know more about social media. <laughs> Maybe that's how it works, I don't know. All right, so yes, check
0: us out there. And who is that talking? Well, that's the Genki to my Miles Morales, John, I'm your host, nick and uh this is playstation pals a video game podcast um this is all going to be about the playstation showcase so uh there there will still have the six things and everything else but it's all going to be the playstation showcase so we're going to kick things off john a week ago we were hyped (laughs) we were excited yes we this playstation showcase has been 20 months since the first sony one here we are What are your thoughts on the showcase?
1: You know, I I made a comment, I think, uh, the start of last stream that we had before the showcase started, that I was feeling fantastic because (laughs) I had sky-high expectations and sky-high confidence that those expectations were going to be met. They let me down hard. (laughs) Um, you know, I also, I think I made a comment that Honkai Star Rail would be like what I would hope would be the bottom floor of like the games mm-hmm. that were coming. And mm-hmm. this was just one of the most confusing things that Sony has done in, <laughs> a, in a while. Um, you know, to not to take a quick step back, it's not that the games that were in the showcase were bad. I mm-hmm. think there was a lot of good stuff there. There's a lot of games I want to play. But it's simply the branding and the expectations that come when you say PlayStation Showcase. When this is the third one of those we've ever gotten, and the ones in the past we've seen games like Spider-Man, God of War, Horizon, Mm -hmm. Last of Us. Mm -hmm. Like You see all of these things, so we come to expect that level. And so when you go through an entire showcase that's being hyped that has this perfect storm of 20 months of no communication... One project by a first-party team that is confirmed to be there. Um, <laughs> you have previous showcases that have brought the heat. Um, it's When you add all that stuff together, you have to be at that top-tier level. And so I don't think I hyped myself up to unrealistic expectations. <laughs> I, I think this was just a miss on Sony's part, and it could have, frankly, been a lot better.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny that you would say... Uh, Sony's Mm going to have a showcase, they're going to bring over 30 games, and you're going to come away disappointed? Right. Like, what? Right. (laughs) You know, because, I mean, it did do the job of selling us Spider-Man 2. We expected that. But it failed on other areas. A, what are your other studios doing, especially in the single-player department? Yeah. And then also sell us on PlayStation VR 2, which it did not do at all either. So, you know, when going into this thing we were all hyped we thought last of us factions sony ben's new game and all that stuff and while we did get some new first party studio games as we'll get into later uh they were all the same game right (laughs) they're all multiplayer experiences and and of, of all 30 plus games i think we only got like five to six dates Nothing else is dated. Yeah. You know, so if you're talking this showcase, it's been 20 months, this is going to speak for the next probably year and a half of Sony, if they don't do another showcase, that what are, what are we supposed to be excited for? And uh, yeah, it just sucked that we didn't get what we wanted at all.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the, like you said, this was kind of being propped out as phase two, the start of phase two, this is going to set everybody up for you know the in my opinion the i think the first three years of ps5 have been pretty great i think Mm -hmm. you know getting games like ragnarok and forbidden west west and returnal and miles morales like we've had a pretty good time so far and i could i gotta say this is the first time in a long time since maybe the ps3 era where i have had a little bit of wavering in my confidence in sony Mm -hmm. um you know i think these single-player games are still there i think that they're coming yeah but it is hard not to feel a little nervous when you see a showcase and your first party teams are giving you yeah three on three heist game that's live (laughs) service and then another cg trailer that is apparently another live service game you know you hear things like 60 percent of our budget is now being developed for for live service Mm -hmm. and it's just Mm -hmm. i understand the reason I will never sit up here and say that a company's main motivation isn't to make the most amount of money. Of course it is, that's why they are in the business. However, it, you know, at what cost? And, and I just worry that they're starting to chase the wrong trends, they're starting to go into areas of the business that aren't really their wheelhouse. Yeah. And I understand some of the purchases and acquisitions that have happened in the past year, Bungie being the big one, but these other teams like Firewalk and Haven, you know, were brought in for specific reasons and purposes, and those purposes were not to fill the same gap that Sucker Punch and Sony Santa Monica and Naughty Dog already do. Right. It's to go somewhere else, and that's great. But like, why did we have a showcase now? If you're not going to show <laughs> us dates, if you're not going to show us gameplay, if you're not going to, you know, get us excited for the the next phase, let alone the rest of the year, it's just it was a confusing. Confusing message that I feel like they were trying to give the fans.
0: Yeah. I wonder if they just felt the pressure because, A, we are in Summer Game Fest, typically E3 season. You know, in two weeks from now, there will be an Xbox showcase and Summer Game <laughs> Fest will kick off officially. Maybe they just thought, you know, we have to show. Like, we're we're the leading console mm-hmm. right now in terms of sales and we're doing really well in this every area of the business. Well let's have a big blowout of what's coming, but
1: then brand then branded an extended state of play. <laughs> yeah. Like these that's the kind of thing is like, you know I've I've really t- tuned my ear into the industry in probably the past like 10 years or so where like if you mm-hmm. really pay attention to this shit, you realize that every piece of PR that comes out, every piece of verbiage from a CEO's mouth is curated and checked upon and, and verified to be the exact thing you want to say. So when you, again, when you message out, this is a PlayStation showcase, I expect mm-hmm. to see PlayStation party games. Right. So, and if that's not what you have, then, then, then just <laughs> like... I wish companies were just a little bit more forthright with their consumers. And I know there's reasons why you can't do that. But if they were just came out, come out and say, like, look, we have a you know, special extended state of play um, you know, from a lot of our third-party partners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, We hope to show you maybe what one or two of our teams have been working on that we're excited about. Great. Then we're all going to kind of be like, but where's the showcase? And they're going to be like, it's coming when we're ready. And we're all going to be like, meh. And then we're going to watch it and be fine. <laughs> At least me. I, I, but I also know the video game community and fandom you know there's a lot of hard people to please so yeah you're right it could be a rock and a hard play situation it's just it feels bad for the first time on the other end of one of these showcases and i don't like it i don't like that feeling yeah
0: it kind of reminds us of last summer the running theme was horrible showcase after horrible showcase you know like why even have these why even have these and then it feels like we got don't worry sony will save us yeah (laughs) we got the game awards and we're all high on these kind of big industry events because, you know, uh, we got Hades too and Judas and everything at the Game Awards. And then now we're here again. And we thought, you know, Sony's got to bring it. They got to have the games. And yeah. they don't.
1: Do you think there's a possibility that Sony is being weirdly strategic with how they're doing this? <laughs> like be- Because they're so far ahead mm-hmm. that they say, well, look, we can have a showcase. Get some eyes on us. We'll put it a couple weeks ahead of the other big things and then we can sprinkle in some stuff throughout the year. Do you think that's possible, or do you think we're just going to have to wait for the next showcase slash state of play that might have something we're all hoping to see?
0: Well, I mean, the industry insiders, you know, the Tom Hendersons and the Snitch, uh, they have brought up that there's more to show that wasn't here, you know, that there are other games, and they don't know why they weren't here. and. Again, this big acquisition of Activision Blizzard, is that why Sony didn't really put the the foot down on uh, Microsoft's throat as far as exclusives and games and all that stuff? That's why they kind of wanted a mediocre, mediocre showcase? I don't know, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it almost does kind of have that feeling that, like, you know, the landscape has changed so drastically in the past month with the Activision Blizzard stuff and the Redfall fiasco Xbox feelings are at an all-time low. Maybe mm-hmm. they go, hey, let's course correct. Let's throw in uh, Cat Quest, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, instead of... <laughs> instead of." Hey, some... don't you
0: make fun of Cat Quest, all right?
1: <laughs> hey, I, I'm not going to make fun. It looks cute. It looks fun. But, you know, maybe we throw in some of these kind of games into the mix because we don't... Simp- like, you know, we're going to start having a loss of returns, right? Of mm-hmm. uh, just excitement and, and things when we don't really... There's no reason, you know, at least if... In my opinion, that anybody would want an Xbox versus a PS5 right now, so we right. don't need to keep going down that path. Let's show them, you know, some live servicey stuff, and then save that for when it's going to, you know, when when we need to take some wind out of the sails if Starfield's great, or when we need to, you know, post a video after the Xbox showcase. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's very conspiratorial. It's just I'm trying to look for rhymes and reasons into this thing because again, it's, it's just it was a confusing, confusing show that they put together. Again, yeah. I don't think it was horrible. But it was in the terms of the expectations that were set based on the verbiage of what it was.
0: Sure. All right. So let's get to your review. Out of five, five being perfect, a perfect showcase and one being absolute trash.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Where are you ranking this? What are you what are you gonna give it? Well, it was it was a one until they saw Foam Stars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, this is a two. This is a two out of five. Okay. This is a bad to okay showcase. Um, and, and again, I don't mean to keep Reiterating the same thing, but it it all comes down to the expectations that we have for the branding, and I think it was defined by what was not there versus what was there. Mm-hmm. Spider-man looks great. I like indie games sort of the sort of the sea you know the mm-hmm. the whatever the sequel to the giant squid in the next game they're working on it looks cool i'm I'm excited for that stuff, but the fact that factions was not here, mm-hmm. which I think we'll probably talk a little bit more about later yeah um. It just, I would never have, I would have bet $1,000 that you, we would have seen factions. You know, the, the, the faith that I have in, you know, Naughty Dog is unrivaled. And the fact that it wasn't there is crazy. Um, and, you know, and again, if, if, if you're going to have this live service-y blowout, right? This is mm-hmm. kind of like Sony's coming out party with live service. We've been mm-hmm. hearing for a while now. We have 10 games in development that are going to be out by 2026. It's about time we start seeing these things. But similarly to how Sony has gained the confidence of their consumers with first-party titles, we know if a first-party game's coming out as a single player, it's going to be at least very good. Right. I feel like they missed an opportunity to come out and show factions as that title that says, don't worry, we have Sony, the Sony feel, the Sony quality, the Sony everything behind it, so that when everything else that's announced afterwards, Concord... <laughs> um, I always forget the name, Fair Games. I, I cannot get that name in my head. Uh, when those stuff are showed, we can go, okay, well, we, we've already at least seen proof that they know what they're doing with factions. But I guess, you know, if it's not ready, you can't bring it. But again, this just kind of comes back into that, well, why have the showcase now right. type thing. Right. So.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. So I'm, it's a two out of five. Yeah, I'm with you. Two out of five. You know, I. And it's all on expectations. Like mm-hmm. you said, once you put a sh- add showcase to it, you know, even when we last official podcast, we went through the 2021 uh, showcase. That was entirely different. That was a much better showcase than this. So, yeah, yeah,
1: it's... I mean, you got Knights of the Old Republic. You had (laughs) Spider-Man. You had Wolverine. You had a God of War Ragnarok trailer. It's just like this showcase didn't need five Sony first-party games to be shown, but it needed one or two more. It It needed... Something else there that we could pin our hats on besides Spider-Man to say, "Oh man, I gotta go home and show my see if my friends saw this trailer." Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, and some people might argue Metal Gear Solid Three is that, but not the way that that was shown. Also, right, like, right, yeah. Just so many CG trailers, so few dates. Just not how they typically do these things.
0: Yeah, I mean, watch our reaction video. We we. We did not get very excited at all during the whole thing. And we're the biggest, you know, Sony fanboys on the planet. So, you know, that, that says a lot. So uh, we've been mentioning it. Let's get into the big first-party game announcements. Uh, there were three of them from Haven, who's doing Fair Games, Bungie, who's doing Marathon, and Firewalk Studios, which is doing Concord. Let's start with Haven's game first. It led the show. It opened it. It, it looks to be a three v three v three heist game, yeah. where we don't know what the perspective is. It was a CG trailer, but it looked like it looked a lot like Watch Dogs. It had a lot of future tech, a lot of future devices, uh, the masks. Everything looked right out of Watch Dogs Legion, um, and in, in which in this trailer, you know, a bunch of people are just robbing a building. And, you know, they're going in solo at first, three people, and then they run into another squad of people who then runs into another squad of people. And we got our first competitive multiplayer game specifically coming from Sony. Mm-hmm. John, what did you think of this game?
1: <laughs> uh, it's hard to say because we, without <laughs> gameplay, you know, I've learned my lesson. But I will say... Um, it looks of quality, you know, based on at least just the CG that we saw, you know, obviously it would be weird if you put out a shitty looking CG trailer. (laughs) Um, but you know, it's, it's not for me. Um, and it just, it seems very similar to a lot of other games that are out there. Like this is kind of the one game that I would look to if I were to say Sony, if I were to accuse Sony of chasing trends, um, which I think can be a very risky thing to do um, you know, there was that game that was uh, announced uh, last year from Creative Assembly, Hyenas, uh, which seems to be a very similar thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's bright colors. It's heist-based. It's probably PvPVE. <laughs> PvPVE seems to be the new hotness, man. Like, you know, if it's not an extraction, an extraction shooter— Hotness is like—, like
0: <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, what was that, Hood Outlaws game? <laughs>
1: yeah, but it's just like—it seems like teams now are like, well, we want a multiplayer game. Okay, it can't just be— Team Deathmatch. It can't just be free-for-all. There has to be be this weird thing you're trying to do with this other thing that's happening that you have to, like, exoprimal, right? Where it's like you're competing against this other team while you're also facing these things. And it's like, it can be fun, but as we're probably going to talk about for the next year, two, five years on this show, there's only so much space for these kind of games. And I just... the fact that Sony saw this game and then decided they wanted to purchase Haven, I really got to see what this game plays like, <laughs> because it, it, to me it didn't look like it was doing anything revolutionary. Yeah, sure. If you can play with the environments, like there was the one shot in the trailer where I think the guy like latched onto a piece of glass and started using it as a shield. like That kind of stuff mm-hmm. can be really cool if you have ways to interact with the environment, things like that. But um, just as a base game, though, like, I, I'm not excited for it. But if it's free to play, gonna check it out. That's that's the whole MO behind all this <laughs> shit, I guess.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I I have a feeling we both will not like this game at all. No. I bet you if I was to place money in this game is it will be uh it'll be kinda of like Destruction All Stars. It'll just come out, no no big hype, nothing, gone. Yeah. Just just forgotten about. You know, it's just there's just nothing about it that seemed even interesting to me. You know, like I said, we have Watch Dogs Legion, and that game's not that great either. And it probably does everything this is doing, and it's single player. You know, And I don't know. We got to find another buddy to play this all the time. And I, no, it's just.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, again, as time is time is the most valuable thing. Like, if Sony's plan is to release have ten concurrent live service games in production by 2026, eight of those. Pretty much have to die. Like right. that's just that's just right. the nature of this genre and this this space. Not to mention competing against you know the other ones that already exist. It's yeah. it's just going to be a bloodbath, and that's why like I think something like factions that's tied to an already existing IP with incredible amounts of of love behind it. Like that's yeah. your best shot for success. Um, you know, not this. Right. Not, the moment <laughs> the moment I saw a dollar sign as the S in the logo, I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> that's enough for me to know that it's not gonna be my vibe yeah no so uh,
0: yeah so not only does it have to compete against the fortnites the apex legends and all that it also has to compete with the other first party studios because Bungie went and announced their game here it is marathon it is a described as a PvP extraction shooter uh, this I mean, one I don't LB... even know what that means <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you at least. <laughs> Uh, at least this one will be a little more. This one, at, the, at least the art direction was a little more yep. better. Like it it's looked a little, little more, more <laughs> better.
1: Real world wordsmith over here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it, it, it's,
0: it looked more exciting than, yes. than the other game. But uh, this one is not a console exclusive. For one, it's coming to Xbox. Xbox was very quick to tweet that out. <laughs> yeah, that this is this is also coming there. And, again, we didn't see any gameplay at all, no release date. I I mean, Bungie's obviously very proven. Like, uh, they're uh, one of the greatest, like, first-person video game developers out there. So, you know, I have no doubt that this game will feel really good and be fun, but it's still not my band.
1: No, no, I mean, yeah, this is the one that definitely has, I think, the highest chance to succeed, at least of what we've seen so far. Um, You know, for those who don't know Bungie... Creators of Halo, um, creators of Destiny, Marathon is actually their very first game that came out in 1994 on the Apple computer. So it's something that they're going back to, which uh, I I know people that played games way back in the day. They they like that that game. So you know, there's something to at least maybe pull on, um, you know, from an aesthetic and narrative. I'm not right. sure, but. Yeah, when they came out and they said, yeah, there's no campaign in this, I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess there's another one. Which is also a bummer, because Bungie does very good campaigns. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's just, as as the theme, I think as we continue to talk about the show, Nick, my just nervousness just kind of keeps going up a little bit. Just okay, okay. <laughs> but, but to their credit, they've kind of told us to get ready for this this future that we were in. So yeah. no, But again, I, you know. It's hard to make a determination about a game that you don't see gameplay of. So, could be cool when it comes out. Well, certainly the third game will not follow the
0: same suit, and yep. that is Concord from Firewalk Studios. This trailer was just the ship flying through space in a jiggly hamburger, and uh, you got to see some guns the on a table. Thick. <laughs> 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 and you got to see some. There was a, a sniper rifle and a gun on there, and you're just like, "What is this?" And then. It's titled Concord. The PlayStation blog talked about it more, but here we go: PvP multiplayer first-person shooter. Like, (laughs) okay, like, why are these all? A, why announce these all at once? And because
1: it's like we just mentioned, it's absurd.
0: Mm How is this going to be better than Bungie's Marathon?
1: I don't know. Like, no, and then, and then to hear Jim Ryan come on about how, like, we're so excited to offer the wide range of varied experiences that you can find on PlayStation, <laughs> and then your three games from PlayStation, except for Spider-Man, is the same thing. This trailer pissed me off probably more than any other trailer in the game because, or I'm sorry, in the showcase, because it seemed like we weren't able to get the big bangers because they weren't ready to show. Right. But we're ready to show this. Right. <laughs> Like, from, right. from a team we just purchased, like, a month ago? It, it seemed like it was, like, Sony was coming out and just, like, trying to remind people, be like, look at the teams we just bought. Here's, yeah. But, yeah. like, they don't have anything, any reason to get excited about what they're doing. Right. Um, so, no, Concord... I. You know, I guess at least they put the blog post out, but like if you show me that trailer, I it could be it could be a space sim game, it could be a first person shooter, it yep. could be a Mass Effect type thing. Uh, you know, you don't know, and that's not a way to announce a game. <laughs> that is not the way to get people to like be excited and want to learn more. Yeah, it's just yeah. again. Yeah, that one that one made me mad.
0: Another, yeah, <laughs> again, if you were like, there are going to be three first party. Uh, video game announcements at a sony showcase and not a single one of them is a single player game i would have said you're fucking crazy like that's that's, that doesn't make any sense but no
1: here we are no we're not going to release any multiplayer (laughs) games for 10 years and then that's all we're doing yeah
0: (laughs) all right so we've been pretty negative here so let's move on third thing three highlights from the show We'll uh, go one by one, So, sure. and if we have any similar ones, we'll have us a, a boondoggle. Yeah. But, uh, John, what is your first highlight that you actually did
1: like in the show? Sure. So, um, first game that kind of you know got me to go, oh, sweet, I, that's cool that that's there, is uh, Ghost Runner 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty high on the first Ghost Runner. I haven't beaten it yet, but watching this trailer immediately made me re-download it. It's a quick mm-hmm. game. It's only three to four hours, I think. But uh, the first one is you play as a cyber ninja, um, where you're basically going through a set level, trying to take out the enemies um, flawlessly, right? It's kind of like Hotline Miami, where if you get hit once, you're done, and you just quickly restart, quickly restart. Kind of almost like Neon White, too. Yeah, that's... (laughs) Um, So, you know, I... It was. It's hard as nails, you know. But it feels really good when you string together the thing you need to string together. Okay. And it's not just like it's not just like dash dash dash. It's like you're using a grappling hook over there. You're using an, invis- an invisibility thing to go over there. Wall run slash slash deflect bullet. And when this trailer came on, they're showing like this motorcycle thing too, which is like oh, like so we're varying the gameplay up a decent amount. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just like kind of one of those smaller games that like came surprisingly good might get a sequel i don't know and to see it exist is uh you know i was pretty happy to see
0: okay all right
1: uh my
0: first highlight is tower of akabas askabas i don't know how you say (laughs) it yeah
1: cool game shitty name yeah yeah yeah. this is a it looks like
0: an open world farming game but it's like mixed with like breath of the wild like you kind of uh, build a village you kind of repopulate repopulate Uh, with animals and all kinds of things and that trailer got pretty gnarly he was riding weird mounts there was weird animals there were giant flying whales that he went on to uh, he glided on just like out of something uh breath of the wild and grabbed some resources and uh i don't know that, that game looks like it can be fun it can be something different than what we're used to playing and just out of nowhere, Dreamlit, dreamlit Games.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, I kind of got the sense that this is like a yeah, an open-world survival game set with like three AAA expectations. Like, right. <laughs> you know, anytime you get like one of these survival games like Don't Starve or um, Stardew Valley is not survival, but it's you know farming simulator, right. that kind of stuff. It's usually more indie, more budget-looking, and this one right. looks like it has a decent amount of polish, a big, big world to explore. Um, yeah, I, I'm definitely curious to learn more about this one. I don't know if I'm into like town building mechanics, right. but like if the if there's like a, a nice combat angle whilst collecting things to bring them mm-hmm. back to a town to like just kind of feed in a nice fun loop, could mm-hmm. be
0: cool. Yeah, could be cool. Uh, it's coming out in 2024, so we will not be seeing that anytime soon. So all
1: right, all right. Uh, second one for me is a game we've already known about, um, but it just looks. So nice and pleasant and joyful. And that's the plucky Squire. <laughs> um, this is a game that, you know, uh, you start in a 2D storybook, you know, kind of playing a side-scrolling thing. And then you seem to have the ability to be able to jump out of the pages and start exploring a 3D world. And I just, I love that kind of stuff. I'm still a kid at heart. I still love mm-hmm. Astrobot, It takes two. Things like that where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it might have a kid aesthetic to it. But that doesn't mean it's f- f- like only four. It's not four kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you should leave Joe. You know, there, there's, it's just gonna be one of those games that I don't think is gonna be intense, like incredibly frustrating. I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna have my fun, ten to twelve hours. It's gonna be really pretty, and you know, might be able to play play with my son or something like that. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I wish I prepped more and I had the name of the development team for you uh, <laughs> and when it's coming out I think it just got a 2023 placeholder date oh, so yeah. nothing got a release date yeah release so them. like I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if this is one that gets pushed back but this is um this is from all possible futures is the developer which okay. I think this is their first game because uh, when you go to their website it's literally just says the plucky squire so um, <laughs> but yeah I think it looks looks fun looks cute Okay,
0: all right and uh, my next highlight is Alan Wake 2 I keep forgetting about this game. Uh, you know, Control is easily one of our favorite games. You know, on the list, top fifty. Yeah, but well, it's not on the top fifty list, was it? I'm pretty. Oh, sure. yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm pretty it sure it was in forty-three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, oh. Cause I, if not, I'm because I butchered the federal baloo of Control. <laughs> the federal baloo. <laughs> yeah, when when we were talking about oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and it looked really good. It looked incredible. It's got it looks like you're playing multiple characters. Um, Third-person camera, uh, just just look good, and it's coming this year and yeah. October 19th to play a horror game in October. That's pretty sweet. Like they get that all worked out.
1: Yeah, I don't know why every scary game doesn't release in <laughs> October. Like, yeah, it's just the time to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it just it just looked great, and uh, yeah, the triple A, well, yeah, a triple A game that we can look forward to this fall. You know, there's kind of not a lot to talk about as far as release dates, but uh, you got this, and you got Mortal Kombat One and
1: Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's a date. <laughs> I'm um, yeah, this one I'm 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 pretty pretty very pretty very man. Look at me, I'm a wordsmith too. Um, pretty excited about it as well. I never played the original. Um, I've heard it is a series that has incredible storytelling and in a really cool environment and world, mm-hmm. with some lackluster gameplay. Yeah. Pretty so <laughs> anytime you see that statement, that's usually pretty encouraging when you see a sequel come back because the, the development team knows that same thing. They're going to yeah. go back and they're going to focus on that and make that better. Because the thing about this game is you you use your flashlight to spot a ghost, and once you do that, then you can kill it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so if you can make that, you know, modernize the controls, make it feel better with yeah. that same spooky environment that it obviously seems like they're nailing based on the trailer, like, yeah, it should be. Yeah. Should be a, I think it's going to be a sleeper hit this fall.
0: For sure, for sure. Though it does have one weird thing, is it is a digital only game, and as you know, John and I are physical video game buyers, so that's the only thing is, because if one of us buys it, now I can't get let John play it too. So yeah,
1: I mean, did you see THQ Nordic's like offering to help? Did you see that? <laughs> no. Yeah, THQ Nordic, I guess, has like offered to help bring it physical. Um, so I don't know if that if there's any. You know, I'm sure there's all sorts of back do- backroom board dealings, like, well, I want a cut of it now and all this stuff, but yeah. it does seem like they're trying to do it. Um, okay. There's also, like, companies out there, like, limited run games that might might be willing, but yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> like, no. I don't. I mean, you know, they're positioning it in a way, which I appreciate, I guess, where they're saying, because we're not doing a physical edition, it allows us to basically pass the savings on to the player, where the PC version is only $50, and the console versions are 60 so they don't have to bump it up to that 70 mm-hmm. range, but... Um, I don't know. I, I don't like that. No. You bet. You guys better hope that yeah. That, you know they never decide <laughs> to take away Alan Wake Two from you because then you won't be able to play it. But right. But yeah, should be good. Should be good. Okay. All right. We'll then see. my last one um, is another sequel, um, and that is Dragon's Dogma Two. Okay. Um, I think this is this is coming from Capcom games sequel to a 2014 Dragon's Dogma. I don't remember. Something like that. One of those early <laughs> early generation uh, games, but. Um, you know, it 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 fits my vibe very very well of you know big hulking scary monster dragon things you know open world with very pretty graphics um, you know I played the first one a little bit I never beat it but um, from what I remember it was it was um, had some very unique systems in place was that the game with the palicos you know, like there was the uh, uh, the pawns yeah. I think that's what they
0: were called. Yeah, you have like little AI controlled buddies and you can pull other peoples into your world and they'll generate money for the player you took them from and all kinds of stuff.
1: So, yeah, so there could be, you know, some some interesting ways to kind of play around with that, but I think I remarked to Nick on the stream that, like, there's just nothing cooler than a fucking badass dragon, like, you know, it's just, like, I don't, you know, dragons can get annoying playing through a game like Elden Ring, usually when you see them, you're like, oh, right, like, here's a, one of these fuckers that's gonna swoop in, hit me with some fire, and I gotta hope I can run away fast, but when the game's gonna center around those, I, uh, like, you know, I think it's, you're gonna have some pretty awesome, big, hulking boss fights in that game, and Capcom is the hottest developer around right now so like you know it's going to be an improvement on what we already got (laughs) all right and then
0: my final highlight is a thing that made us say wow on the stream and that was phantom blade zero which uh they coined the term kung fu punk so i'm all in for that
1: no i don't know i don't know about that no (laughs) (laughs) it sounds cool but (laughs) <laughs> that, that screams to me uh, a CEO that's just trying to be cool with the kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a third-person action game that looks <clears throat> to have a yeah a samurai feel with a cyberpunk aesthetic. Uh, like it looks like it's feudal Japan, but there are robots and other weird contraptions. Uh, it looked very flashy, like some of the sword fights. I don't know how you play it mm-hmm. as a player, but he the player the. Play, the player controlled characters like fending off multiple guys at once swinging his sword all over the place like crazy it, the animation just looked really good and then it had a, I would say like it's god of war moments you're riding a cart fighting two guys off and then another guy jumped on the cart, and um i don't know it just came out of nowhere from s game and i don't know i'm it's on my radar now
1: this is definitely one to keep an eye on. And I I would say if there was a game that stole the show that wasn't Spider-Man 2, at least based on just the scuttlebutt around the internet and things, it was this one. Like people saw this and kind of had that same reaction of like, "Wow, what is this? This looks awesome." <laughs> but I would I would caution everybody just to, you know, not to feed into the hype too much because I do think there is some cause for concern with this one just based on the fact that S games is only really I'm a realist. All right. They've only done mobile games. Yeah. So that's number one. Okay. They've come out and they've said that they've spent the past 10 years trying to to perfect a combat system that allows you to do flashy quick moves with minimal button inputs. Don't know if that's like, you know, really my, (laughs) my thing, you know, of course they're coming out and saying like, oh yeah, there's tons of depth and all that stuff too. But it was just one of those games that looked so good. That I got a little like "Mm." Like I had (laughs) I I like turned on my critical eye and just like how are we gonna be how is that going to play though so if they can nail that if they can you know make it um, fluid fun fast combat with like you know Mm -hmm. the ability to parry 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 stab 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 right could be dope yeah
0: no that's that's there so now we gotta this is a roller coaster folks you know we were down we got up on the highlights but now we're gonna go to. The low lights. Mm. So each of us are going to bring three things that we did not like about the showcase. Uh, And I'll go first on this one, because I I wonder if this will be a boondoggle right here. It is Foam Stars. (laughs) I intentionally didn't put it on, because I knew you would. I knew you would. (laughs) Uh, This is a third-person multiplayer game from Square Enix, of all people in which, uh, if you're familiar with the Splatoon franchise from Nintendo, where instead of, you know, just shooting at each other, the objective is to paint the map in your colors. Uh, this is very similar, where you have to fill up uh, the map with your color soap. Uh,
1: <laughs> what? No, nothing. Keep, continue.
0: <laughs> and you do that with, you know, special abilities, big soap guns. Uh, there are people, ser- And as the soap fills the map, it was kind of changing the topography. Like, the map was, like, getting, like higher up and people were surfing on the suds uh it just looked really bad um i'm still wondering who that if lynn was on the soundtrack though so the music was great yeah (laughs) but uh but uh the game looked horrible oh my god
1: yeah i don't know (laughs) if it was the color scheme the way that the there was like no sharp edges with the foam so it just all blended together It, it did look pretty gross yeah and i just you know i i understand splatoon is huge like right. it's a, it's I think it's like one of the biggest games in Japan. They fucking love it over there, but I just can't see this taking off in any stretch of the imagination. Um, mm. I, I gotta bring it up because I thought it was so funny. But we were watching the IGN impressions of the of the stream, <laughs> and one of the guys goes, "Well, it was a five, and then it got brought up to a nine when they showed foam stars." And he was serious. I was like, "Okay," <laughs> um, but no, this one it just. It looks not for me no. at all, no. and uh, you know it'll be dead within a week probably.
0: Yep, 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 so, for sure.
1: All right, so I'll just get this one out of the way because we've already kind of talked about it. Concord, I, I, that trailer just pissed. <laughs> that just trailer just pissed me off. Uh, you know it. When you see that PlayStation Studios logo, when you see it, you you know, I think you shushed me like, no, shush. Yeah. 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 Here it comes. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. And then to not have any idea what it is afterwards is just simply unacceptable for me in a PlayStation showcase. Yeah.
0: It's the worst form of trailer ever. Yeah. Yeah. So no gameplay, not even like inkling of what it's about, but yeah. From a new team we've never seen anything from. So (laughs) no, that was just a bummer. All right. So my second low light, you know, We haven't really talked about it, but metal gear is a big franchise to me. I really love that franchise. There was a period where that I would have told you that was my favorite franchise Yeah, and when when I knew you, you said that same thing (laughs) and uh, going into the show, we knew metal gear solid three remake was going to be there and we did get it metal gear solid Delta is a remake of three. And it is the worst trailer I've ever seen in my life. It is a... It's not as bad as Concord. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's a bunch of animals killing each other and then just a zoom in on Snake's face at the very end. You don't even get haters David Hader, the, the voice actor who plays Snake, talking. You don't even get even what the game looks like, what the game plays like. We know what Metal Gear Solid 3 is, but what is this looking like? Who's making it? Is, is konami even publishing it because konami's uh name wasn't even on the trailer so it's like <laughs> they have yeah they have something
1: to do with it because they tweeted out some screenshots oh, yeah, i later, mean but after yeah. the fact they, yeah, they yeah. did but
0: it's just like that's not how you show this game you know like, as we just mentioned cg trailers are the fucking worst and cg trailer for this this should have this should have blown people's minds. You know, if you yeah. weren't if you weren't following the internets and all that stuff, you know, you weren't aware of the rumors of the game. This should have been an awesome draw dropping moment. There's so many amazing things about Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater, and they weren't here. And I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's, it took the wind
0: out of its sails right off the bat.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just it it should be, uh, it should be almost a, a crime when when you post a a game of this magnitude. And then just kind of tell us nothing. (laughs) Like, there's a couple things in this whole show. Again, confusing show. Like, no date for Spider Man 2. No, not even who's making this game. It just, Mm -hmm. it all felt so slapdashly put together. But um, I will say one thing that, you know, at least I think the trailer kind of confirmed that is exciting. Maybe not confirmed, but I think it's likely is that they, they are not calling this Metal Gear Solid 3. They're calling this Metal Gear Solid Delta. Which kind of leads me to believe that they're chasing the Capcom Resident Evil remake thing. Yeah. Starting with the beginning of the franchise, that's cool. You know, we're gonna do this chronologically. Um, so, like, if that's the the idea, great. Um, but yeah, without the right team behind it, I just they got they they gotta prove something, which is a crazy statement to right. make with a game like Metal Gear Solid 3. Like, it's yeah. been proven. It's it's one of the greats. But yeah. without Kojima. <clears throat> um, you know, without seeing it, like you still gotta, you still gotta prove it. Yeah, and they did not. No. Oh well. All right. So this one's kind of a cheating one, but I'm gonna just okay. title it the lack of, right? Okay. So the lack of release dates, the lack of first party <laughs> titles, and the lack of gameplay. Those three things, I, I cannot believe that they, that they approve this showcase with it, with, with everything. Like besides Spider Man and Hell Divers, I can't really think of much gameplay at all.
0: No, just like they're. Third- Uh, Alan Wake 2 and Assassin's Creed, as far as the big games. Yeah, I think, like, Immortals of of Avium, they showed some. But, like, these
1: are all titles that we've known about. And just, Mm -hmm. I've gotten a little, like, annoyed with games media in the past couple days, or past day since this aired, because it's just, yeah, it seems like everybody's just yeah, Metal Gear Solid 3 is here. Yay. Concord looks cool. It's like, what, what are you talking about? Like, we've been burned so many people. Gamers have such a short-term memory, I feel yeah, like. You you reminded me of when Todd
0: Howard was out promoting Fallout 76, and, you know, everyone was kind of down on that. And uh, he, used the, he used the, we're working on the next Elder Scrolls game, and it was just a, just a title card and a flyby over land. And I was just like, and people are like, "Oh, this is a great showcase," and you're like, "No, no, you're an idiot. You're idiots. You fell for it. You got duped." <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't tell us anything. And when is Elder Scrolls Six coming out? God knows when. <laughs>
1: no. You know, like Dude, they talked about Fallout Five. Like <laughs> it's just dumb. But so you know, the release dates. I'm sorry, the gameplay, um, first party titles we've already talked about, so I don't need to touch on that. But and then just the lack of release dates, the fact that Spider-Man had a 12-minute trailer and. We don't have a concrete date <laughs> yet. It's, it's, you know, we talked about it on the show. The industry has shifted drastically over COVID, over games like Cyberpunk coming out and just getting lambasted with with issues and and losing a lot of faith with the audience and and the the audience with the team, CD project Red, in this specific instance. So I can understand them doing the same thing with Insomniac, but like. If they're coming out after the trailer and saying like no 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 we're still confident with fall 2023 it's like <laughs> we're all good with like 1 to 2 to 3 month delays. So, right. you know, if you don't if if I don't just just throw the <laughs> date on it. I don't know, man. Like I don't like it when things get dated way far away. I get that. But we shouldn't be within a 4 month span four to five to six months and not know the date that a Sony first party game, the right. closer of the show when it's coming out that we've, right. that we've known about for two years now. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. So
0: yeah, definitely a bummer for sure. Um, and then my low light, my last low light is very similar to what you just said. And that is, <laughs> uh, I don't want a PSVR st- two still like boondoggle. <laughs> <That's a> boondoggle. <laughs> what do you have more low lights in three? That was your last one
1: i mean this will you went first
0: oh yeah sorry
1: come on nick (laughs) get it together okay sorry sorry
0: (laughs) uh yeah like i want to buy psvr2 i want to want to buy it like i want to play with this cool new technology and get lost and get immersed in it but they're they haven't given me a reason to there's not a single game out that i've seen that i'm like oh, well, I had to buy it now. And I'm looking to... Typically, when I want to buy new hardware, especially spending $500 on new hardware, I at least want, like, three games that I'm going to be playing, yeah. you know? And they couldn't even do that. Like, they just... I. The, why are people buying PSVR 2 at all?
1: <laughs> because people like the new shiny box. Yeah. I, I, I get that. Trust <laughs> me. I, I'm that guy. Um, but, yeah, they haven't even had me hooked yet. Like, no. you know, they've relied so much... Even with PSVR1 on the Resident Evil franchise, that like yeah, RE4 looks great. I'm sure it's going to be a, a nine out of ten. You know, it's going to be an awesome experience. But the fact that they that besides Call of the Mountain, we still don't have any first party backing of this thing. Like does Sony still has not proven to us that they believe in this technology? And like mm-hmm. they keep they keep saying they are. They keep you know sectioning off and like yeah, I'll get ready to see the next wave of PSVR2. But you know that I, I full on expected a to be here to show Astrobot, show us the next thing coming there. Okay. Um, you know Half Life Alex at this point. I, I feel like it's just a it's just a bad juju thing to even mention <laughs> it. Um, but or you know, any first party support for this platform? There was, there was there was not even
0: one. Not even just not, not just Team of but just is insomniac working on a VR game is any of your other studios working on a game for this thing right we're just gonna get called the mountain and that's in for the whole year and, and like a game like synapse looks
1: cool like it looks looks cool but like at some point we have to move past the gliding around with two disembodied hands going <laughs> like that's fun for a little bit Right, but like VR is special because it is able to do things that you can't do in a flat screen. Like mm. my my experience with AstroBot, like my experience playing Beat Saber, um, yeah. And it's just it's when it, when are we gonna get that big blowout of like here's the like these are, at, like you said, it, it doesn't have to be twenty different games coming right. to it, but where are five games to be excited about that's not a Resident Evil game?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well we still won't buy one, even though it is in stores now and you can go in and buy one. I'm just gonna walk by. You're
1: like, Nope, yeah. not doing it. I think I'm at the point where if if they announce a new Astrobot game, I'd probably be in. Right. I think. Because then I can play Gran Turismo R E four Astrobot and hope that hope that, you know, either Beat Saber continues to I'm sure it will be continued to be supported because that game is, you mm-hmm. know, gangbusters on that platform, but on Half Life Alex level thing. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you know,
0: the showcase wasn't living up to our expectations, but gosh darn it, if Insomniac did not try to, and that was with their Spider-Man 2 over a 10 minute gameplay demo, uh, we got a new, new burrow, we got queens, mm. uh, we got a new suit, mm. you know, and it's not just a different suit for uh, Peter Parker, he is full on using Venom, like symbiote Venom uh, abilities, uh, like turning into a big blob and just doing all kinds of crazy things. Um, you know, John, what were your thoughts? I mean, we got a lot of this game. You could you could hot swap to Miles. I yep. guess all that, you know, like similar to like Grand Theft Auto V, switching between the characters. You were able to just instantly transport yourself to where Miles mm-hmm. was. And he, uh, Peter was in Queens and Miles was like downtown New York. And just boom, right into it. Seamless yep. seamless transition. It was, it was pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, definitely the game of the show. I think that's pretty obvious to anybody yeah. who watched it. But um, I think it looks great. I think that, you know, it looks, New York seems to be gussied up and improved. It looks very pretty, you know, especially for somebody who's has spent oh, about 500 hours combined between <laughs> Miles and Peter, either yeah. playing or watching my son play. It's like I'm pretty, pretty used to this environment. So. Yeah, like you know, they're definitely tweaking a little bit of the traversal. It looks like they both have wingsuits now, so you can kind of like fly through the city. Um, When you're in more of the closed corridor spaces, at least Miles has the ability to like shoot a web out and create your own little catwalk, which will allow you to play with the environment. That all looks good, but I, I will say, I think similarly to my feelings on the show, I just kind of expected a little bit more. I think it it, it's going to be great, but when we live in the age of Elden Ring and Tears of the Kingdom and these games that are kind of coming out and like really making you rethink how these games operate and how what you can do with mm-hmm. physicality, with f- physics, physics and physicality aren't the same thing so, with <laughs> physics. Um, I just, you know, I was kind of hoping that we would get like, oh, my God, you get to do that. Like mm-hmm. switching to Miles and Peter's great, but I have played as Miles and Peter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it seems like the Venom story is kind of the Venom story we've always gotten. And yeah. you're the comic book guy, so you know you can maybe speak on it a little bit right. more. But it seems like yeah, Venom's gonna turn Peter bad. We're probably gonna have to fight Peter. Yeah. You know, we're gonna detach the symbiote. I you know I think it is a question to be remained like, do you partner up with him or is he gonna be a bad guy too? Because I could see a situation where once you get him off, like, and he attaches to Eddie Brock or whoever he does, like you. Some form of uneasy alliance where, like, you can switch to yeah. Venom now too because, yeah. like, you're going to use these abilities with Peter. Yeah. It'd be shitty if, like, they pull those <laughs> they pull those away from you. Yeah. Um. So I think, yeah, you you eventually will get the ability to switch to Venom as well. You all take down Craven, and then somehow Venom goes. Nah, ha, I'm the real bad guy, and then you fight Venom at the end of the game. That'd be my <laughs> That'd be my guess. Uh, yeah,
0: I'm with you. If any of those Venom abilities are used in you know unlocking rooms or Metroidvania stuff, like collectibles and all that, you just know that. Peter's gonna lose it. It's gonna be on Venom, who we assume is Harry Osborne. Right. Yeah, and you um, that you'll eventually switch to him because also it being Harry Osborne It's definitely okay. Yeah, say that <laughs> is like definitely gonna be. Able to and not to Eddie him. Brock in this story, which is which is me making an assumption. That was what was teased at the end of the first game. So, right. um, and I do I, I do think the the final bad guy is gonna be Norman Osborne. Uh, not Green Goblin. Yep, Green Goblin. Uh, not not Craven. Craven's just going to be kind of like what He's, Silver Sable was. Or and, Mr. Negative. Yeah, or yeah, or Mr. Negative. Just kind of like, yeah, they'll, they'll provide the thugs and the the cannon fodder, but you'll you'll beat them before that game is finished, and then the final battle will be with Norman Osborn for sure.
1: So we're definitely getting a state of play where that's revealed before the games. <laughs> before the games, yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, yeah, well, I mean, like we definitely it, similar I mean, to that Doc Ock trailer where it's like. Oh, it's you! <laughs> like, we all know it's we all know it's Green Goblin. Or, or yeah, Green Goblin. I,
0: I I very much think we're gonna see more Spider Man's rogues. So right. I think that'll be part of the show. So,
1: but yeah, I mean, you know, I showed him this trailer to my son. He lost his mind. <laughs> um, so you know that's good. It'll be a day one, no matter what. Yeah. I trust Insomniac. You know they're they're great. It just seems like the needle wasn't moved too much. Right, which is fine. Whatever, not everything can be a Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> or Elden Ring. That's a ridiculous expectation to even have. But. Well,
0: I mean, it will be in the conversation. when it, it, I mean, hopefully this game comes out this year. They say they fall 2023, a, and then the Game of the Year discussion will be probably this and
1: other things. So, Game of the um, Year is going to be, I mean, it's going to be won by Tears of the Kingdom, but it's going to be Tears of the Kingdom, Final Fantasy sixteen, Spider-Man 2, Starfield, and Resident Evil 4. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first,
0: <laughs> but uh, uh well, I I have that's my thoughts. I don't know if
1: you have anything more to say about Spider-Man Two other than no, I, no.
0: I'm playing it day one. Yeah, so. I'm playing
1: it day one. It was, again, it's just like you know, the trailer was was exciting, but not at the same time because it's like mm-hmm. okay, we're chasing the guys again. We're doing the chase scene. We've done that with Rhino yes. and with, <laughs> um, with the Miles on, on, the, on the bridge and you know. So again, I think that it just felt a little samey. But right. I've also again, I have spent five hundred hours in this world, so yeah, like you know, yeah. it's fine. I know I'm an outlier in that regard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we can move on to the final thing, cause Sony wasn't done with much. They also announced new PlayStation hardware. We got two items. We got that, and you know, and I'm gonna issue an apology. Mr. Tom Henderson was right. Project Q does exist. You gotta trust people more, Nick. <laughs> you
1: just gotta trust people
0: more. Project Q does exist, and if you remember I was talking about it on the show, it is basically um, oh, I have a picture of it. So, Dang. I mean, the listeners can't see it, Pictures. but look it up. It's just a it's a eight inch LED screen sandwiched between a dual sense. Yep. You know, like that's basically yep. what it is. So, uh, yeah, it is. Um, it's wireless only. It has to connect to your PlayStation. The games have to be installed on your PlayStation Five, and it's basically a way to stream games at home while you're playing video games. Mm. Um, that is a very specific use case for a lot of people, yeah. um, especially for myself, like I don't have kids. I, my PlayStation is already on a dedicated TV that's specifically used for gaming mostly. So um, John, you're you're probably more in this use case, but you also have a backbone. So yeah. does, this, does this move the needle? We don't know a price. We don't know a release date, but does this move the needle at all for you? It does a little
1: bit. I mean, <laughs> the the fact that you get the nice big eight inch screen is a big deal for playing games like God of War Horizon. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. playing that on Backbone. And if they can, if the tech can be improved enough where it is seamless and no latency in my house, yeah, maybe I would want to play a game like that with the dual, you know, because you're going to get the haptics that you get with the, right. the controller and stuff as well. But it's all about price with this thing. This thing, yeah. it will live and die on its price. <laughs> so I think Sony would be silly to put an OLED in this thing. I don't know if they've confirmed what kind of screen it is.
0: Uh, it's 1080p 60fps. Okay, that's 60, good. 60F, that's yes. good
1: because you know I think 199 is the absolute highest this thing could be to have success. I, don't, I honestly could see it being $249. And I, I don't think it should be but like <laughs> just looking at it, like if a dual sense is already 70 and you're going to throw that th- I don't know I'm going to say 199 but it- I'll tell you what would get me to buy this day one immediately is if <laughs> they somehow it. figured out a way to remote play from a PlayStation 5 while it's also being used by somebody else mm-hmm. if they can figure that out I would get three. Of these things. Like I can tell, so, Yeah, leave. It. go. That's fine. Watch YouTube. Do whatever. And if my thing can sneak into the the software of the PS Five somehow and pull the game into mine, like, no way. I know, Nick. I know it's no way. But I'm just I'm trying to fantasize here. Um, so, but other than that, no. It's. Um, I think this thing's gonna have a tough time. <laughs> yeah. And another, just another confusing thing. How have they not named this yet? Why are you showing us that it's not named yet? I don't understand these moves.
0: Project Leonardo, Project Q, things just do not have a name. Project
1: Leonardo got named. as the access <laughs> controller. Like yeah, yeah, eventually. Why are you going to show it off and not have a name for it? I don't know. It's just bizarre.
0: <laughs> well, if you were going to name
1: it, what would you name it? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm not the marketing <laughs> guy. You can't put me on the spot like that. I don't know. Um, the I, PlayStation.
0: No, I think you go. Uh, you go because you have the. You got. You got dual sense, so it's gotta DualSense got to be dual sense something. Yeah, PlayStation <DualSense laughs> Switch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, dual sense Switch. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: It'd be dual dual screen. Okay. Dual All screen. Right. <laughs> that actually uh, makes some sense. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, I'm curious about the price. I don't know. We'll see if it's, if it's priced reasonably. Maybe check it out. I don't know. Hopefully, someone we know gets it, as we've said with other hardware. Hopefully, I go to
1: disc replay one time, and I'm like, oh, look at that. (laughs) Yeah, it's there. But
0: uh, that wasn't the only hardware announced. They also have some PlayStation earbuds. Uh, Again, no price, no release date. They're your typical earbuds. Uh, It does have a fancy case. I did like the case. It's a nice case. And it does have the PlayStation-branded logos. It's a nice logo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we kind of like that PlayStation logo around Mm -hmm. here on PlayStation (laughs) pals. Uh, but, uh, yeah, John, and it's, it said it'll work with your PlayStation five and it will work with your phone and your PC and all that. So that's all
1: gravy there. But, uh, is there any interest in this? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I wonder if I'm a fanboy in these moments, but like (laughs) the, the selling point for me with this one is that the fact that they work with your phones too. It's like, I like, I like my, my pulse 3d headset, but it doesn't work with my phone. So Mm -hmm. I, every time I'm in my base, because like my routine Nick is I, I, I go in my basement, play my games. Probably every hour or so I get up, grab something to eat or drink. And usually I take my headphones off <laughs> and I'll put my other headphones on to play switch while I'm like, you know, doing something else. Cause uh-huh. I am a junkie for time and playing games and it would just be nice. Yeah. If there was a way where I could just like put my controller down, it pairs up to my phone at the same time. It just transfers over like that'd right. be nice. Um, and you know, Sony is, you know, they're first and foremost, an electronics company. They typically have great um, you know, right. headsets and things. So I would imagine the quality on these things would be high. Again, price point. I would I would be loath to spend more than ninety nine dollars for these. Um, you know, it's that would, be more than ninety nine dollars. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're probably going to be um, uh, Air, are, AirPod prices. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say so like the one forty nine. So. Right. Um, I don't think I'd I'd splurge on them for that. But um, you know, it does get a little uncomfortable wearing the Pulse headset for a long period of time as well. So like, true. Just putting them in might be nice. But true.
0: True, true, true.
1: So. Battery life, who knows? <laughs> so. All right. Well, that's
0: it. That is six things. Uh, any closing thoughts on the showcase? Like A lot of people seem to think that we're going to get another one now because the the Tom Andersons and other leakers have said they've had more to show and they didn't bring it here. So do we think – we're obviously probably going to get a state of play for sure, you know, for Spider-Man. And, yeah other things, but do you think we'll get anything branded a showcase this year that will be the showcase that we want this
1: fall? Uh, If I were to put money down on it, I would say no. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be wonderful and (laughs) it would be a pipe dream, but I think this is people trying to (laughs) rationalize and justify what just happened to us. Right? Um, You know, yeah, I'm sure they do have a ton more that they could show. I'm I'm sure that they, they do have, you know, this rumored game coming to PC in July and things like that. Um, and you know, it, it is hard to not feel that way when we went 20 months without anything. Like, if, right. if we had a showcase 10 months ago last summer, I'd be like, yeah, we're definitely going to get another one this year. But like, right. it just seems like the way that they've been communicating and, and things with the audience is just like less is more. Like, we don't need to come out and we're, we're dominating the competition. Right. Um, you know, we have Final Fantasy 16, we have Spider Man 2. You know, do you really need another first party game from us this year or are you going to be satisfied with the Plucky Squire and, um, you know, Assassin's Mm -hmm. Creed Mirage and things like that? So they'll probably my guess is we're probably going to have to wait till early next year again. That's my that's my guess. I don't I I don't hope so. But
0: (laughs) The, the only thing that makes me think otherwise is going back to our low light is what are you playing on PSVR2 later this year? What is the what is the big push this fall going to be? Yeah. And I think to do that you are going to have to have some kind of showcase of some kind. Some kind of uh, maybe they'll do just a state of play for yeah, it. But PSVR2 state but of play. But they need big fall games for PSVR2 for this platform and we don't know any, of any at all.
1: I mean, yeah. I, I I will I'll hang up my podcast headphones if Asobi's not working on a VR game, <laughs> so maybe yeah, maybe they're kind of waiting for them to be like, when are like, you know, if we, we don't want to sh- show off anything crazy with VR until we have that because that's going to be our big ten-pole title. We don't have Alex, so we we need that there. So yeah, I mean, if they're in a state to show it off later this year, baby. I just I don't know, man. Like the way that they've been communicating, this entire generation has just been this very quiet, you know, type of, type of thing. Yeah, so but I think it's it's possible. That seems to be what you know all the people are kind of talking about right now. But yeah, it'll,
0: it'll probably
1: be a state of play though. <laughs> you know, yeah, that would be anything. that would be my guess. That might, yeah. my guess. I would love it if you know. I, I miss PSX, man. PSX was dope. Like yeah. when you would get like this nice little mini E3 like towards the end of the yeah. year. Um, and
0: and we are moving into the like. I mean, this is kicking off E3 season. You know, Summer Game Fest is here too. Uh, June yep. June eighth well, is a, is the big Keeley thing, and he's going to do Gamescom and all the other events. Uh, but uh, do you think Sony's going to show up at Summer Game Fest?
1: They'll be there. I mean, they're listed as a partner, um, you know. So I mean, I think we're going to see something. I don't think it, I don't <laughs> think it's going to. You know, we're not going to see factions. I don't think we're going to see Corey Barlog's new thing or anything like <laughs> that. But you know, they'll be there in some capacity. Um, but. Not what I, th- I think you want to, want no, to see. No, no. All right. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a perennial pessimist, <laughs> though. Um, did you want to talk any about all about Schreier's article that just leaked?
0: Uh, yeah, we can talk about it really quickly. You know, obviously, as you heard last week we and on this show, that uh, Last of Us Factions was we would have put money on it. Like, if we were going to bet money that it was going to show up here. And, uh, you know, obviously, its absence was felt from this showcase. Yeah. Um, Schreier uh, instantly wrote to a report that said, that said basically that the game, uh, was coming along. They showed it to Bungie, you know, the experts on live service games and Bungie was like, well, how are you going to keep people playing it? And that caused Naughty Dog to reassess the game. Uh, uh Trier reports that they have been pulling people off of it. There's still a small group working on it, but, uh, and the game's not canceled in any way, but it's definitely they're scaling back people working on the game. And, again, this is all rumor. This is all reports, but it is Jason Trier, He's pretty yeah, reputable. He, yeah, he, do, he won't put it on our blog unless <laughs> if it's right. So. Uh, and this also caused Naughty Dog to immediately respond. <laughs> uh, Naughty Dog tweeted out that they're still working on factions and they are working on a single-player brand-new experience. You know, again, <laughs> yeah. the, the whole, like, just like we said earlier, the whole Todd Howard thing of here's Fallout 76. Don't look at that. We have Elder Scrolls too. It's yeah. coming, and Naughty Dog doing the same thing. Uh, Best of Us Factions. It's you know, it's not what you want, but we still have that Naughty Dog experience coming too. So don't worry about that. It's just Last of Us Three.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It probably is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that is you know, that was um, surprising and unsurprising. You know, the fact that it makes sense why Factions, I guess, wasn't here if it's not in a state. But it's yeah. just. They've been talking about this since The Last of Us 2 before it came out of, you know, we were going to have factions, but it became this unwieldy beast, and it's huge, and it's the biggest project we've ever done, and Druckmann's come out and talked about it and stuff. But, yeah, it's it's a, it's just kind of, again, feeds into that shitty feeling. I It's a, it's a small <laughs> feeling. It's, a, it's, it's like a little grape in my stomach right now of just, like, nervousness about the future. Because um, if you can't get factions to work in this live service space, good luck with Concord, man. Good luck right. With, you know, maybe Marathon could, could, could do it, but... Um, just it's nervous, it's a little nervous, a little nervous feeling. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so, so,
0: yeah, we'll see. I mean, something, something will come out eventually. Yep. Will, will it be factions or, or will like they, they cancel it? I don't know. You know. be if they if they'd be wild <laughs> if they cancel it. <laughs> yeah, you
1: know, I mean, you know, Naughty Dog's reputation is so so important that like, right. yeah, you can't release a stinker. But right. I think they'll they'll pull in all the resources right. to figure that shit out. Even yeah. if it takes two years, but yeah.
0: All right. So that's that. We're going to put the showcase in our rear view mirror and just move on uh, to the normal show, normal format. I expect tons of announcements over the next few weeks that we're going to talk on the show. But mm-hmm. for next week, John, what, do, what are you going to tease? What do we got? Well,
1: I'm really excited to do numbers 10 through 1 of our mm-hmm. PlayStation Pals top 50 games. Yep. That, that, that's going to be a good conversation. <laughs> uh, you know, 10, 10 greatest games of all time, objectively. Nobody else nobody else is, is correct. <laughs> um, so I look forward to that. Um, I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the show, but I have beaten Resident Evil Four, which is good. You know, mm-hmm. we can we can have a nice discussion mm-hmm. about that. Uh, I've moved back into Elden Ring. That fucking fire giant is just being <laughs> a pain in my ass right now. So, um, you know, whenever I'm feeling a little frustrated with him. Uh, I'm getting close. So I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get him tonight. But okay, um, frustrated with him. You know, I have been uh, dabbling with some Tears of the Kingdom. So you know, maybe have okay. some more thoughts okay. on that. Yeah, we'll be uh, bringing the games. Yeah, because that is, <laughs> you know, that that is too big to not be able to cross over to the PlayStation aisle to talk yeah. about. So okay, um, but no, man. I uh, I think you should leave on Sunday or Tuesday. <laughs> yes,
0: so, May thirtieth. Yes. Uh, the Uh, again objectively the greatest show of all time Uh, (laughs) i think you should leave is returning on netflix on may 30th if you want to know a lot of the stupid lines that we say on this podcast you know just watch that because they're probably they're going to go up after this season
1: (laughs) (laughs) nick we were it was a problem after we like got addicted to that show like i think that 50 percent of our conversations were just quotes yeah So (laughs) so it's gonna be hard to not bring that into the show so yeah
0: uh, yeah, and I also plan on... John gave me my copy of Resident Evil 4 back. <laughs> I plan on beating it. I did get further, so I'm pretty close to the end now. Uh, I, Unlike John, who got Johnny on the spot about Street Fighter Six and then didn't play it, letting, letting me down, letting the listeners down, yeah. that, that segment is just... Well you're all oh, you're one for two now. I I am a piece of shit. <laughs> so but I did check it out and have some thoughts and definitely we'll bring that uh next week and uh yeah. You know, there'll probably be announcements next week too. So that'll be Yeah. It's 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 that time.
1: Yeah. But well, we won't be pushing the top fifty back one this is, we'll no. we'll be doing it next week. So
0: No, for sure, for sure.
1: All right. Yep. Well So I can't wait to talk about Ball and Wonderland and <laughs> and uh <laughs> I can't think of any other really bad games. Right. Off the That's a good topic,
0: up. like the worst games, even though we didn't play Bale in Wonderland, just like some of the worst games we've ever played. Yeah. You know, kind of like know. Saints Row last year that I played and stuff like that. Yeah. John typically doesn't play bad games, so. <laughs> time is too precious. I yeah. must be very, very curated. All right. So what song are we leaving them on
1: this time? Dude, I've been like usually when you ask me to pick a song, I'm like, oh right, well, what's going on? This is the first time that <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, I. Sorry, I, I no no <laughs> no. It's just because like I was like I don't okay, I rack my brain, I rack my brain, what games, what games, what games. But like I legit found a song that was like, oh, I, I've been listening to this for the last two weeks, and it was like two weeks ago when it was your turn, so I was like, damn it, I don't even get to bring it this week. But um, I stumbled upon a Reddit thread that was that was a. Uh, what song makes you feel like you can kick all of the ass? <laughs> Which I just thought was a, a great, a great way to phrase a question like that. And uh, you know, might not be a shocker to you, Nick, but the first answer was from Doom. Of course. Uh, so uh, I immediately turned it on, and yeah, it's 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 fucking kick ass. So you know, if you like just guitar riffs and big heavy metal type stuff the song is incredible it's called the only one they fear is you from doom eternal by composer mick gordon who is uh, kind of a legend in that space second um,
0: time he's been on this show
1: yeah but yeah it's like <laughs> you know and i started looking down some other doom songs so i might i might bring some more mick gordon to the show in the future <laughs> but uh the only thing they fear is you is just a badass title with a badass song and just it's, 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 it's Right. Do well, eternal.
0: If you're going. if you're listening while driving, yeah. slow down. Yeah, slow down and, and don't and turn it down maybe a little bit.
1: I'm right, not no, it up. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yep.
0: All right. So yeah, next week we'll be back. You know, if you have thoughts on the show, uh, the showcase, you know, please let us know at PlayStationPalsPod at gmail or comment in our videos on YouTube mm-hmm. at PlayStationPals or Twitter DMs at PSPalsPod. That's. Yes. Pod. <laughs> I
1: think most people know how you know I'm I'm the (laughs) I know I'm the the social media inept person only on a podcast so sorry
0: so so yeah let us know and uh, it'll definitely be read on the show so again we thank you for listening we thank you for watching and we will be back next week with six more things bye guys
1: bye guys